Grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is the first couple verses of this of yesterday's Old Testament reading from Exodus chapter 33 verses 12 and 13 where Moses said to the Lord, you have been telling me lead these people but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. You have said, I know you by name and you have found favor with me. If you are pleased with me, teach me your ways so I may know you and continue to find favor with you. Remember that this nation is your people. My dear friends in Christ, there was a young girl about four years old. She was traveling on the train with her mom and, and as she was traveling on the train at first everything was great and wonderful and she was just full of joy and running up and down, down the aisle of the train. But then what happened is they came to a dark, deep tunnel. Things became very dark in the train and she became very afraid and very terrified. And she was very afraid and very terrified until that point when she heard her mom's voice calling to her. And like a bird, she ended up flitting over there to her mom and ended up feeling safe and secure in her mom's arms. Well, so too in this life, what we could say is that what we do is we go through these long, dismal, dark tunnels of life where, oh, things seem so tough and, well, dark and dismal. But what we can do under a circumstance like that is look to our God. We can look to our God for his help and strength and know that he's going to give us his help and strength. And really, it's the same thing with that little girl. She said, Mom will take care of me. And what we as believing children of God can do is say, My God, he's going to take care of me. I'm one of his believing children. We're God's people. God will take care of us. At times, though, we may forget that we are God's people, and, and there probably also will be those times when, oh, from a human perspective, God would like to forget about the fact that we are God's people because we sin against him, because we, we rebel against him. Well, that may be the case, and our reading for today deals with a situation like that with the Israelite people. God had freed his people from their slavery in Egypt. He had taken them to Mount Sinai. He had given them the laws that were supposed to be there to guide them as God's people. When God said to his people though, now if you obey me fully and keep my covenant, then out of all nations you will be my treasured possession. Well, the people all together, they responded, we will do everything the Lord has said. But when Moses was away from his people up on Mount Sinai and the Lord was giving him all of those laws, what happened is that the people falsely believed that 
Moses had abandoned them, that God had abandoned them, and they coerced Aaron, Moses' brother, the high priest, to make this golden calf for them to worship. On Mount Sinai, the Lord said to Moses, I have seen these people, and they are a stiff-necked people. Now leave me alone so that my anger may burn against them and that I may destroy them. Scripture says, But Moses sought the favor of the Lord his God. O Lord, he said, Why should your anger burn against your people, whom you brought out of Egypt with, a great, with great power and a mighty hand? Earlier tonight I did a quick search and looked up those two words together, your people in Moses' writings and, and in Exodus through Deuteronomy, that phrase, your people, is used more than 30 times. And I didn't look at all of those times, but it's as if in most of those instances what happened is that Moses was saying to the Lord, yes, your people have sinned, your people have rebelled against God, but remember that these people are your people. They are God's people. Well, Moses, he was a very faithful servant of the Lord, and, and he was always very concerned about his people, well, about God's people. And after they worshiped the golden calf, well, God's people, they did show signs of repentance. They grieved over their sin. And, and because of that, what Moses did is he interceded for the people. He pleaded with God for them, as he often did. He said, you have been telling me, lead these people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Well, the Lord had said immediately after all of this was going down, he said that he would send an angel to lead the people throughout the, the, their travels in the wilderness to the promised land. He had said he would do that because their idolatry, well, basically it had sickened God and he didn't want to be around those people at that point in time because he might destroy them because of their sin and their rebellion. But Moses said, but I want you and your people need you to be there for them because they are your people, they are God's people. Moses said, you have said, I know you by name and you have found favor with me. If you are pleased with me, teach me your ways so I may know you and continue to find favor with you Remember that this nation is your people. Moses was pleading with God as a believing child of God. And really he was stating how much he and how much God's people needed God. When he pleaded with God, he knew that God's people didn't deserve God's help and protection because they had sinned and rebelled against God. But, but he also knew that God wouldn't abandon God's people, that God would be there for his people. And, well, 
when we go to the Lord like Moses went to the Lord, what we have to recognize too is that we don't deserve the help and protection that God wants to give us. But what we can also recognize is that God in his grace and mercy has made us God's people. When we go to him and we look for his help and strength, do you think that God is going to look at us and say, get out of here, you bug me? Or do you think that instead what God is always going to do is say what Jesus said in our gospel reading for this past Sunday? Jesus said, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. And of course, this is a rhetorical question. The answer is obvious. God is not going to say to us, get out of here, you bug me. As God's people, what we can be confident of is that he's always going to say to us, come to me and I will give you rest. In his great love for us, God's people, what God is going to do is he's always in his amazing love, he's going to take care of us and our eternal souls. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, our Heavenly Father, help us always to see how blessed we are that you have graciously made us your people, God's people. As that four-year-old girl on the train was comforted in the tunnel to to know that her mom was there and caring for her. Help us always to remember that you are always here for, with us, taking care of us. And our proof of that is your son's life, death, and resurrection that is one forgiveness and eternal life for us. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. In, in your name we pray. Amen. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.